Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dayton Tolbert Show. I am your host, Dayton Tolbert. I'm going to tell you all something right now, man. <laughs> I wasn't even, I'm going to be real with you all. You know, I keep it honest. I wasn't even going to do a live show tonight. You know, in fact, I uh, went back and forth with myself as far as, you know, whether or not to do a live show. In fact, I was actually going to rebroadcast, and I still may over the weekend, actually, I probably will over the weekend, rebroadcast our all time classic special on sexting. And the effects of sexting and, you know, where we got into, uh, you know, cell phone videos, text messages that are of a, you know, uh, seductive uh, and sexual nature, uh, you know, you know uh, sex tapes and all that stuff. You know, we did that, you know, several months ago. So I was going to rebroadcast that tonight. Uh, but what I wanted to do tonight, I decided, you know what, you know, there's a, this is a, uh, there's a hot topic out there, you know. And anytime when there's a hot topic, I know many of you. Uh, you know, you tune into this show specifically because we're known for our realness. We're known for not, you know, sugarcoated. We're obviously, first and foremost, known for doing things from a biblical perspective. But, you know, secondly, we're known for our realness and not sugarcoating and telling you exactly like it is. And that's what we're going to do tonight in regards to this whole Mimi from Love and Hip Hop sex tape. And to be quite honest with you, I'm not even, I don't want to spend too much time on it, which is why this is probably going to be one of the shortest shows in our 10-year history. Um, I told my wife, come get me at 10 o'clock, okay? So I really want to just do literally an Ask Daydon Advice Hour where we just talk about a couple issues in a real uh, perspective and keep it moving, all right? This whole sex tape thing, for whatever reason, has captivated America, you know what I'm saying? And we'll talk about the reasons why, you know, that is. But, it's you know, it has everybody hype. It has everybody excited. Uh, it has everybody talking. It has everybody looking forward to watching this, this upcoming uh, season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And, um, you know, so I just want to talk about it a little bit. You know what I mean? Courtney is here with me tonight uh, to help me out with that a little bit. Courtney, what's going on with you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. I just got done playing a three-hour tennis match, which I actually came out victorious. And thank you, everybody, for your silent applause. I appreciate the love. All right. This, as you guys know, I played tennis and been playing all my life, and I'm in a league. So throughout the course of these, some of these shows, you guys will hear me, um, you know, talking about how I'm doing. This is, you know, obviously there's a uh, there's a fall season. There's a, or I should say, there's a spring season. There's a summer season and then there's a fall season. This, you know, we just started the spring season, so I'm already uh, three and one. So I'm gonna try to bring that championship home. Uh, and I appreciate all the, you know, support from the last several years uh, from you guys. Uh, but so, so there's, so we're gonna talk about the, the, you know, this whole ordeal, Courtney. I'm sure you've heard about it. Yeah, I have. I, people can't stop talking about it. Like, I've seen celebrities, like, um, making videos, like, you know, uh, making fun of it. So it's like everyone's talking about it. <laughs> Listen, guys, I, I, real quick, you know, I would encourage you guys, we're going to talk about tonight, you know, uh, tonight's topic, but I would really encourage everybody to go back. Because this is, we're just going to talk about the tape, you know, and just, you know, why it's a big deal. But I would really encourage everybody to go back and listen to the archives of on, on our, our Love and Hip Hop shows. Because we really spend a lot of time breaking down. I'm talking about getting deep. We're not going to go too deep tonight. You know what I'm saying? But we've done that. Like, we've analyzed, you know, Mimi. We've analyzed Stevie J, you know, uh, you know, K. Michelle, 
you know, Jim Jones, and like we've actually because the, the and the whole reason why we do this isn't to gossip. It's not just to talk about it because everybody. No, our whole point is to talk about it with in, in hopes of. Uh, uh, helping someone not become Mimi, helping, you know what I'm saying, somebody not from getting pregnant by Stevie J, because that's what this is all about, not having a friend with benefits named Nico or the equivalent of him. Because let's be honest, yeah, this is about love and hip-hop, but, I mean, the reason why this is captivating America right now is because how many Mimis actually exist out there? I mean, really. How many women have a baby's mom who does... Excuse me. Who doesn't give a darn about them? You know, got them knocked up, rolled out, has another chick somewhere. They're fighting back and forth with the chick. You know what I'm saying? They're pissed off, so they go out and find a little boy toy who's all diesel, but he ends up screwing them over just like the other dude. But they're just holding on to him just because they, you know, the thought of being alone is is, is worse than dealing with somebody who you know is just trying to profit off you financially. You know, everybody can see that. Not even, forget all. I knew he was trying to just profit off of her when he gave her that fake Rolex and Stevie J exposed him on national TV. So, I mean, y'all all know what it is. So I would just say, you know, encourage all y'all, you know, just Google loving hip-hop, you know, Atlanta on the Day Don Tolbert show. Listen to that show. Google loving hip-hop, and I believe the first one which we, where we talked about the New York one, you know, really listen to these shows because that's where we really got deep into it. Tonight we just want to get into you know, with, with the whole, you know, how I feel about this, um, you know, and then basically keep it moving. We also, um, I started something new over the last week, guys. Um, I introduced, there's a lot, I found that we go deep, you know what I mean? We definitely go deep with a lot of these issues, but I found, unfortunately, many people, they're not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to teach calculus, and some people still need to be in, you know, algebra one. You know, so what I've been doing is some emotional availability pop quizzes in the Friends of the Dayton Tolbert Show group, and I found that they've been very, very, very helpful to many. Like people who didn't even participate in the threads have actually inboxed me, like, "Wow, Dayton, you know, thank you for doing these." You know, because it actually gives me an opportunity just to see where I stand. You know, I'll answer. I may not comment publicly, but I'll still try to answer how I would handle that situation. Um, you know, uh, you know on my own, but sometimes I'm I'm right, sometimes I'm dead wrong, and it's interesting to see other responses. So um, shout out to everybody who reached out privately. Shout out to everybody who participated in the emotional availability pop quiz tonight. We're going to go over the answers, you know what I'm saying, of all three scenarios that I posted from this week. And, uh, I mean, all types of answers, some absolutely on point, you know, others could not be more wrong. And when I say wrong, uh, I mean more likely to lead you uh, being looked at in a manner that I promise you, you don't want to be looked at. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the tape that I'm going to, we're going to end the show, and then I'm going to not be in trouble with my wife, and I'm going to kiss my daughter to sleep, and then I'm going to go to bed. How about that, Courtney? You cool with that? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's what's up, man. Courtney, did you get a chance to see the uh, emotional availability pop quizzes? I've seen all of them, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, pretty. Yeah, so, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. You, I saw you try to throw them a little curveball, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but <laughs> first things first, though. First things first. Real quick, I got to give a shout-out to everybody who tuned in to an unexpectedly 
highly rated show. I mean, we knew it was going to be deep. We knew it was going to be crazy. We knew it was going to be informative. But on Monday night, shout out to my homie, Minister Osho High. He came and we, we really went in. You know what I'm saying? Like, we went in on the movie Noah. We talked about, I mean, you, if you heard it, you know every, I mean, it was just deep. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about the blood moon that transpired over this week as far as uh, uh, Passover is concerned. We talked about uh, the government. We talked about, you know, fallen angels and, and Hollywood's obsession with, um, you know, making a mockery of Christianity. And so I would just encourage everybody to uh, definitely check out that show if you missed it. You will not hear that information given anywhere else. I can promise you that. Courtney, real quick, what did you think about the, the Noah show? It was off the chain. I loved that show. Like, it was good. You know, I was taking notes, and it was just, it was good. I'll just say it, very informative. Absolutely. Real quick, before we even get into that, because uh, so there was that, uh, just a lot of great shows we've been doing over the last couple of weeks. Definitely check out the archives at com. I was home uh, the other day, and um, I noticed there was a new show entitled Paternity Court. You know, I mean, what is the world coming to? Have you seen Paternity Court? Yeah, I saw one episode. Yep. Here's the thing, guys. You know, we really have to look at, you know, what we represent as a people. I mean, because, you know, that's it's ridiculous. Because I don't blame, see, a lot of people blame the shows. A lot of people blame the producers. I don't blame the shows. I don't blame the producers. I blame us. You know, I, mean, I blame us as a people for allowing these producers, for allowing these networks to exploit us. I don't blame uh, 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 Shawnee O'Neal for making basketball wives. Hey, she's a businesswoman. She's living in the world. Her goal is to make a dollar. What better way to make a dollar than to exploit black people? I mean, hey, I mean, I don't. That's not what I would choose. But I'm saying you can't. You know, don't hate the the, the player. Hate the game. You know what I'm saying? If, if if you take away, you know, black people's de- uh, desire to be exploited, you know, for money, then people can't exploit us. I don't blame Tyler Perry for making coonery and buffoonery. I don't blame uh, what's the chick's name, uh, Mona Scott Young, for for making you know 50 million love and hip hop L.A. Love and hip hop New York, love and hip hop Atlanta, love and hip hop Alaska. I mean, it's gonna be all types. It's gonna be all over the country. <laughs> Before before it's all said and done, I mean, so, I mean, that's what she's there for. I mean, she's making, I don't know if y'all know how advertising works, but we, there was a time where we, this show made a lot of money uh, through advertising. That's just this show, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, let's get some, no, I'm just playing with y'all. No, but, you know, we've gone in a different direction, but I'm just saying advertising is, is very profitable, you know, especially when you have a highly rated show, when you have a provocative show, you know, and um, which obviously they do. So I think we have to, you know, take away those advertising dollars. If you don't want to see the fights, if you don't want to see, um, you know, the, the the coonery and buffoonery, then stop watching. Then the advertisers will stop, you know, spending their money. Then there will be no shows. That's the reason why shows get canceled because they can no longer, you know, command high dollars of of advertising uh, dollars. So, uh, you know, once that stops, there's no show. Don't just talk about it. Then, you know, actually do something about it. But you know, that's all wishful thinking, right? Because the reality is we don't want to stop watching the fights. We don't want to stop watching the sex tape. 
We don't want to stop watching the, the ghetto, you know, ratchetness, as, as, you know, some people call it. We actually love it. And I say we because we all love it. I mean, let's just be honest. I watch it. You know, you guys know why I watch it, but, you know, at the same time, I'm going to sit here in front for y'all like it's not entertaining. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to. Is it wrong? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Of course. You know, I just choose to take a lesson from it and try to be a blessing to others, you know what I'm saying? But anybody, most likely, most people will be lying to you if they said there's not something entertaining. You know, it's like if two people walking down your street and they want to, you know, they start fighting, well, you're just going to walk the other way and just turn your head and not watch. Stop lying. I mean, keep it real, Courtney. Is it? I mean, what is it that's so captivating about these shows? Because it's representative of what a lot of people are going through, you know, what the viewers are going through. And so, you know, they can relate. And so that, that's what keeps them um, entertained and just engaged in the show. Because I used to really like the show at one point. Right, right. Talking about something I used to. Ain't no I used to. No, it is. I used to. I don't watch it anymore. Wait a minute. Don't try to play me because I don't watch it anymore, but I used to. Okay. We'll see when the new season starts. We'll see what's up. We'll see on Monday or whenever the heck it comes back on. Now, let's talk about this, Courtney. But no, but, but paternity court is a hot mess. You know what I'm saying? People haven't said. See, it's fun. here's the funny thing about it. it. The show is a hot mess, but the reality is, there are a lot of women out here who really don't know who their child's father is. You know, like, y'all know how y'all watch Mari, and it'll be like, oh, you know, the guy comes out and everybody boos him. You know what I'm saying? But my favorite episodes of Mari is when they come out and he's actually not the father. And then the, it becomes clear that the woman is actually a hoe. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the definition of a hoe tonight because I think there's a problem when a lot of times when, when a mirror is placed up in front of some women, and they see glimpses of themselves, and they see glimpses of their own actions. They feel the need to come to that woman's defense. They feel the need to make excuses. They feel the need to say, oh, no, 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 what do you mean? Why are you calling her out? Of what do you mean? If somebody touches little boys, then they're a pedophile. If somebody puts out fires, then they're a firefighter. If you kill people, you're a murderer. If you, you know what I'm saying? If you have sex with multiple men and you don't know who your child's father is, guess what? You're a hoe. Okay, that's what it is. If you read, and if you want, to, want some Bible in there, if you look at Ezekiel, read Ezekiel 23. God himself will tell you the definition of a hoe. Okay, we're not going to go there tonight, but we have on a number of occasions. Really read it. Or oh, not just there, though, on a number of occasions throughout the Bible, that God himself will, will, will tell you, hey, look, this is not of God. This is actually whorish behavior. This is the type of behavior that is uh, indicative of, of prostitution. So as we talk about Mimi, as we talk about people like Beyonce, these are people who in the Old Testament all would have been, would have uh, unfortunately met the full wrath of God based on their behaviors. I'm talking Beyonce. I'm talking about Mimi. I'm talking about Nicki Minaj. I may, I'm talking about some of you. Right? I mean, because isn't that the real reason why so many women on my Facebook page, even as we speak, are defending that type of behavior? Because they can relate? See, here's the thing with this sex tape thing. Okay? And here's the funny thing. I actually, on the, on the flyer, I actually posted two pictures. Courtney, I know you saw this. One picture of Beyonce spread eagle, spreading her nasty crotch wide open for the world to see. Right there in front of you. 
It's not the first time I did it. Then you got Mimi in the shower making a sex tape that was just leaked to Vivid Video or Vivid, you know, dot .com, whatever the heck it is, for profit for the world to see. And then you, I put pictures of Blue Ivy, Beyonce's daughter, and then Mimi's daughter. And I said, well, you know, this, these are two mothers exhibiting whorish behavior. And it's not like I'm just saying it. I put the pictures there to show y'all. And you, in the front, the, so not only were people defending Beyonce, but not, but that wasn't the. I mean, I expected that. You know what I'm saying? But the real problem was that Courtney. And did you see anybody defending Mimi? No, they were actually attacking her. Right. This is it's it's like this is yo that you we got to do a whole show on the Antichrist you know and the spirit of the Antichrist it's just so, so amazing because women will see both pictures the same picture one woman spread eagle the other woman's making a sex tape both horish clearly horish actions nobody says anything about Mimi but because Beyonce is loved by black women you know people come to her defense it's amazing there's something really going on there. That you know, and it's, it's she's protected by that spirit, which makes people ignore the obvious. I, I'm sure Beyonce could come out with a sex tape and, and put it on Vivid, Vivid.com, and, and oh shoot, now I shouldn't have put. Now everybody's gonna be on Vivid.com after tonight's show. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Before they go to sleep, you know. Uh, but I'm sure people would still say, "Oh no, it's no big deal. It's not a problem. No, it is a problem, and it's a, it's horish behavior." Okay, let's talk about let's talk about these sex tapes though. <laughs> Here's the thing, all right. I have no problem with married couples, you know, who in the in the in the the you know the privacy of their own home decide that they want to do something, whatever they decide to do. That's between them. Okay, if I decide to do something freaky with my wife, hey, that's between me and her. Beyonce and Jay-Z want to do something private. They're married. Hey, that's on them. I have no problem with that. But the problem then becomes, it becomes whorish. It becomes inappropriate. When you take those, you know, those actions and you make it public, the word says that, you know, what happens between a husband and his wife is supposed to be sacred. You know, the sanctity of marriage is not to be, the marriage bed shall not be defiled, Right? Well, how much more defiled can you get by exposing your sex life to the world? Causing, with the, with the sole purpose of causing others to lust after you and your husband or and your wife, whichever the situation. You want people to lust after you. That's clear, that's adultery right there. All right, that's lust. The, the word says that lust is the same as adultery, which is the same as murder. Go look up the. It says none of those people who do those things will inherit the kingdom of God. So it doesn't matter what you do, what sin you commit. You're still homosexuality, lust, all that stuff. It's gonna still, uh, you know, cause you to end up in the lake of fire. So I think you know, people listening in, you really want to be careful who and what you take a stand for, because you're defending someone and something. That is going to lead them in the, to the lake of fire. And if you're co-signing that, well, then, Courtney, where is that going to lead those people on my Facebook wall right now defending that? 
The same place. The same place. What, what place? Fire. What place? Hell. Hell. Right. Hell. Hell. Right. People say, well, who are you to say anyone's going there? I'm not saying nothing. I'm saying what the word says. You know, the word says you're going to hell. You know what I'm saying? It says you will not inherit the kingdom of, of, of heaven, you know, and will spend eternity in the lake of fire if, you know, you do X, Y, and Z. So clearly if you co-sign X, Y, and Z, well, what do you think that means? Now, here's the thing. It's not all bad for Mimi, though, because here's the – I actually defended her um, a little bit earlier on because here's the the problem with it. Now, while her actions, okay, are extremely whorish and extremely – uh, I mean, the epitome of whorish behavior. Make no mistake about that. I mean, deplorable. A mother, a mother with a little girl. I mean, that's just, it's just disgusting. It, I mean, no, all jokes aside, it makes me sick to my stomach to think about the life that that little girl is going to lead having to see her mother you know, just getting smashed off, swinging like a freaking baboon from a from some type of super steel titanium, you know, shower curtain ride. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And how the heck is she? I mean, what kind of ride is that? My, I lean on my ride. That thing comes falling down to the ground. I mean, what what kind of ride does she have? Courtney, was that thing bolted to the to the freaking uh, you know, the the ceiling or something? <laughs> well, guess what? I heard that. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I know that real quick. <laughs> I heard that um, everyone was trying to get that ride. So, like, um, Bed Bath and Beyond or whatever retailer sold out of um, that particular shower ride because of that video. <laughs> so it's this crazy. Is, this is. I mean, that's what I'm saying, Courtney. I was about to. That's like crazy. I mean, what kind of freak? You know what I'm saying? Who does that? Who goes to to you know what I'm saying, Home Depot, like, oh, oh, dang. First of all, you were watching. First, you were on Vivid.com watching the, the trailer. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to front. I went there, too, to watch. I wanted to see what, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to do a show and not know what it is. You know what I'm saying? See, I keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I, went, I wanted to see what it was all, what all the hype was about, why everybody's so hype. I'm like, well, okay. I mean, she's disgusting. She's not even sexy. She's not even cute. Any man will tell you that. She's, like, just horrible looking. She's a horrible-looking woman, and the reason why I say that, not because of her face, not because of her body, but because of her attitude. I mean, like, have y'all ever actually watched her talk? I mean, she's just like the most disgusting, deplorable woman, like just absolutely vulgar and nasty. Like her nostrils just flare up when she's cussing someone, cussing like a dude, cussing like a sailor. I'm like, you, you dirty chick. You know what I mean? And that's somebody's mom. You know, these kids are going to grow up. Like wow, mom! Like you're a hoe. Wow, your your video was floating out there. Like this is not even dad. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not even my dad. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, you know, our dad and mom got a little freaky one night. They decide they want to experiment. Like okay, whatever. I still, you know what I'm saying? It's still, sh- but at least it's my dad. That's just some dude who's using you. I promise you guys, she she's gonna end up like another. Uh, I mean, Ray J type of situation. Ray J's making a song about Kim Kardashian playing her. You know, talking about how much of a ho she is. Talking about something I hit it first. Nico is going to go ahead and, you know, have his 15 minutes of fame. And then go, I mean, she's trying to be the next Kim Kardashian. It's just, like, she did that on purpose. I mean, like, am I the only person that sees a problem with that? 
This is what people are resorting to for, for fame. She went out and got some fake breasts, you know, and it's just like, like for what? So she can become some kind of porn star. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, but all that being said, one of the things that I said was online, I said everyone's coming down on Mimi from Love and Hip Hop from making a sex tape. I said that I find that funny considering the fact that many of these same women have made sex tapes of their own, some knowingly, some unknowingly, and at the very least sent naked pictures via text. I said let's not be hypocritical nor judgmental because someone chooses to sin differently than you. Because I've been watching everybody making fun of her and talking about this and talking about that. Beyonce's talking about somebody busting a nut all up in her face. Monica Lewinsky's going to get Nobody has a problem with that. Okay? And that's not an issue. But when Mimi decides she wants to make a sex tape, oh, that's a problem. Like, what do you mean? See, here's the, the problem with this. The fact is, here's the thing. And I've seen this. I've done it myself. Okay? What happens is a lot of these men will meet these women. I'm not talking about, you know, these hoes or, you know, or, or strippers. or I'm talking about actual real women, these sorority women, these teachers, these lawyers, these doctors. And, and a lot of these women will be pushing 30, well, I mean, all ages, but many of them over 30, you know, feeling that little desperation bug. And they're like, well, dang, you know, when am I going to have love? They've lost faith with God. They're not really, you know, living a life of sin. Haven't really, so they're obviously they're not feeling that closeness with God. And when you don't feel that closeness with God, that causes the devil to creep up in. Temptation comes in. Sin comes in. And then conviction, you know what I mean, disappears. So you're just wilding out, you know, can't figure out why your life is spiraling out of control, why you're not being blessed with love, but you're living this life of sin. And so it all adds up. And so what happens is a lot of them, it's like they just... Are no faith whatsoever, so it's like, well, dang, I might as well, you know, take things into my own hands, try to get this man interested in me. So they meet this nice, handsome, attractive guy, professional, well-spoken, articulate, you know, claims he goes to church, loves God, this and that, or says, oh, I'm spiritual, I don't go to church, all that. You know how that goes, and so you know you're interested in him, not really the true man of God that you you were, you know, looking for, but he'll do, right? So what happens is this guy, he knows the deal. He's an OG player. He's been at the game, right? So what happens is he said, well, look, hey, you know, what's up? I'm trying to see you. When can I spend some time with you? Well, I don't know. When you go have some time for me? You know that response, Courtney, and most of y'all. Well, well, dang, until I can't, my, you know, my schedule's kind of hectic. Well, you know, why don't you, uh, well, until then, I can see you next week. But in the meantime, why don't you send me a little picture? Send me a little something that's going to put a smile on my face. Say, oh, okay. You know, get an Aubrey voice. Okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? Or actually, no, no, hold on. Before that, because it's not even that. You know, at first, you, you know, to to save face, you know, you got to, you know, put up a little bit of a reason. What? Send a picture? Please. Stop playing. I ain't sending you no. No, no, come on, come on. Just send me a little something. Just a, <sighs> Okay. Fine. C- come on, Courtney. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. So and, and and so do y'all out there listening, you know, in Facebook land. Like, okay, fine, I send you a little something. Hey, let me just send him a little something. Send him a little headshot. Oh, uh, so you send him a headshot. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you look nice. Oh, that's your, who did your hair? All right, cool, cool. All right, well, look, that was nice, but why don't you send me a little something else? A little something, you know, a little bit something, you know, a little more intimate. 
What you what you want? Well, I ain't sending you no naked pictures. No, 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 I ain't. You know, I don't want nothing naked. I mean, naked, just you know, little something. You know. Okay. So then, next thing you know, y'all. I mean, I don't even have to go through this because trust me, y'all know what I'm talking about. But you know, next thing y'all send a little bra pic. Next thing y'all know, y'all half naked. Y'all go through the whole motions and back and forth. By the end of the night, you send them these naked. You know, ass shots being sent out, thongs. You know, nipples. You know, popping. Like, whoa, what's all this? By the end of the night, he got like seven pictures of you. And, you know, now where's my picture? Oh, yo, I got to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to go. You know, what you mean you got to go? Where's my picture? Oh, I'm a, um, my phone is dying. I can't send it. It won't let me send it. You know, y'all know how that goes. Uh, I, can't, I, I can't send that one. Shoot, where's my, I sent you all these pictures of me. You ain't, you talking about your phone? Yeah, all right, well, look, I'm going to click or... You know, you, that's the last time y'all heard from. And then y'all feel stupid. Then you feel used. You feel silly. Like, dang, I done sent this guy, and I don't even know. You know well, at least when we going out, you don't hear from him no more. Oh, well, I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. I'll hit you up. Right? Y'all not, that's the cycle. See, the thing about it is, so so how is that different from what Mimi decided to do? With somebody that she was having sex with. Because let's be honest. This is how the alternate ending. This is the alternate ending. So you go through all the motions. You send him these naked pictures. Now he's all turned on. Oh, you like what you say? Oh, damn. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I like what I see. Hey, so you you going to send me all this stuff? You're not going to come see me? Hey, I know we're supposed to be going out tonight. I mean, uh, next week. But, shoot. You might, as well, you might as well come see me right now. Boy, I'm pleased. I'm in bed. Come on, just come over there. Okay, all right. Well, where you live at? You know, then you gotta give him a hard time. So you live, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You live all the way over there. Why can't you come see me? Why can't you see me? No, just come over. Okay, I'll come over. I'll be there in 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Rushing, hurry up, jump in the shower all quick, throw some makeup. It's like 12 o'clock at night. You mind you, haven't even been out on the date yet. Haven't even seen this person since the time you initially met him in the club or wherever the heck you met him. Go over there, got them all turned on, you're turned on yourself. Next thing you know, sex is going down at 1 o'clock in the morning on a work night, and you still got to get up at 5.45 in the morning, but the heck with it, it was worth it. Because just maybe that might be your future husband. Just maybe one of the most hoish acts possible might magically metamorphosize into some type of, you know, love type of situation. Didn't work out that well, did it? Right, Courtney? Right. It, it never does. Never. Right. That's not how it works. See? You know, it's, it's good to talk about Noah and the Nephilim and the fallen angels, but sometimes we got to go back to our roots and keep it honest. You know, sometimes I think y'all forget who y'all are listening to, who y'all are talking to. Like I had, like I wasn't that guy. Like I wasn't Nico. Like I haven't been Stevie J back in the day. Sometimes I think y'all let the Bible scriptures fool y'all. Like I haven't done everything that I speak about. Like I haven't been delivered from being one of the biggest male whores in the history of the world. You understand that? When I tell y'all something, y'all need to listen. When I tell y'all something, you don't debate. You say, wow, thank you. You say, thank you for blessing me with the knowledge so that I cannot be Mimi, so that I don't end up like Kay Michelle, like I don't end up like a 47-year-old Halle Berry single and alone. That's all I want to hear from now on. 
because times are, you know what I'm saying, like the time is running out. I know a lot of women don't want to hear this, but time is running out for you. Now, see, I'm about to get in trouble, but guess what? That doesn't matter. But time is, I mean, no disrespect, but I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, on a number of levels, the, 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 you know, the end of the world is coming. Jesus could, could, could come back at any time. You know, you're pushing 35, you're pushing 40, you're 42. And the age, don't, don't, don't think that age matters. But what I'm saying is, is what I'm saying. Time is running out. I don't care what age you are. Time is running out. You have no time to be wasting with that nigga. You have no time to be a friend with benefits. You know and I know you don't want to waste one night, let alone months. If you're 25, if you're 35, if you're 45, cut that guy off, put your clothes back on, stop sending these text messages out, stop making these homemade porn videos. Because it's not up here. Just because you didn't hit up the producers or the, you know, whoever at Vivid.com and try to profit from it doesn't mean your sex tape is any less valid than Mimi's. It's the same thing. It's being done for the same purpose. Okay, this is the reality of it. See, and this is I talk, I tell you guys this from time to time. But see, that's why I say knowingly and unknowingly. Just because you had a, a you know, a, a sexual encounter, and you're thinking that oh, okay, yeah, we're not together, yeah, we're not married, but this is on our way to being something like that. You know, don't think that he's viewing you in the same manner. Because understand, no woman is being respected if she has sex outside of marriage or outside, and certainly outside of a, a committed relationship. What are you saying, Daydon? So that guy I just let smash that I met a couple weeks ago, he doesn't respect me? No, he doesn't respect you. If you're not his woman, he doesn't respect you. And most likely, he, wasn't, he didn't just get a text message when he was hitting it from the back. It's not like, oh, it's like, oh, 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 oh what's this? Hey. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, oh, what's this, right? Hey, my homie texted me. Hey, my, hold on. Hold on, let me just hit it. I'm still hitting it from the back. Hold on. Hey, dude texting me. Now, he's, nobody's texting him. He's setting up the video camera on the low, right? So when he pounds it extra hard, right? Keep, I mean, I'm being honest with y'all. When you know, and your face is buried in the pillow, that cell phone comes out. Do you guys know? I'm telling y'all straight up. Do you know how many cell phone porn I, you know, I've actually personally seen? Many of you, like, what are you saying? What? What are you? Wait, many of you? What are you talking? About? Yes, many of you. Y'all don't know who I know. What? What are you saying? That I'm saying that I've seen cell phone videos of some of my Facebook friends who were taped unknowingly by their friends with benefits. Some of the very people debating are the ones on tape. How crazy is that, Courtney? Yeah. I believe I was one of those women, so, yeah. What? Whoa, 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 hold on. Hold on. No, I ain't seeing you, Courtney. Hold on. What you no, I'm not, no, I'm not saying. <laughs> let me clear. Yeah, let me clarify. I don't want to see you. You like my sister, Courtney. I know you do. Let me clarify this thing. I'm going to clean this up. I don't mean that my wife is listening. I mean, my, my wife is listening. <laughs> so I got to make that crystal clear. Dayton Tolbert has not I seen will. Courtney. Yes, you have not seen me. I'm saying that I was one of those women that um, was filmed unknowingly. That's what I'm saying. Wow, we've never talked about that. Are you? I mean, are you serious? 
Yes, I, I believe I revealed that on the show before. I don't talk about it a lot, but um, yeah. And the only reason I, I found out was because um, somebody kind of just told me, <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. So you had no idea. I had no idea, and so this was like back in the day, in the beginning, when I was listening to the show with my rose-colored glasses, and I remember I brought this up to somebody, um, to a guy I knew. I was like, yeah, I know you guys, are, um, you film women, you know, having sex with them, the cell phone. I know all about that because I remember you mentioned it on the show before. And when I told him, he was like, well, yeah, but um, he was like, I didn't film anything with you, you know, to insinuate someone else did, like the way he said it, and that's when I figured it out. Like, wow, I was on tape. Wow, that's crazy. That's real crazy, you know, but it happens. You know, shoot, I've done it before, so I trust me. I know it happens. You know, I mean, here's the thing, guys. You got to be respectful of yourself, all right? And that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. And please, if y'all don't hear anything else I'm saying tonight, if a man is not in love with you, because the Bible is great. The Bible says don't do it at all. But what I'm saying is if you're going to do it, just know what it is. You see what I'm saying? Like a lot of women are giving themselves some type of false sense of security thinking that just because y'all have an arrangement, just because y'all have an agreement or some type of understanding that, oh, he's going to respect you or what, you know that picture that you sent him, he's not going to share that with his homies. I mean, based on what? Why would he not? If he's not with you, I mean, what do y'all think this is? The whole point of sex nowadays, you know, it's not because it feels good. You know how, many, how much sex these men have had? Most men have had sex with over 100 women. So it's not the, you know, the sex. It's not, oh, yeah, I got to have sex with her because she's going to do something that whoever hasn't done before. No, it has to do with the fact that, you know, that's just one more notch on the belt. That's one more, you know, you know uh, a new woman he can show the guys at the barbershop. They're getting tired of looking at the old pictures. So you got to just look at it from that perspective and understand how men view women. If you're not being viewed as a wife, you're being viewed as a hoe. You're saying, well, hold on, Dana. Well, I mean, he's clearly not viewing me as a wife because I haven't heard from him since the last week, last Friday night when I actually let him have sex with me. Well, then clearly he's not viewing you as a wife, which means he's viewing you as a hoe. If you don't know what that entails, you need to go back and listen to the archives of our special on how to know when a man is trying to run a train on you, one of the realest shows we've ever done. Okay, that's archived right at DaynaTolbertShow.com. I mean, and honestly, that's really all I wanted to say about Mimi and this whole sex tape thing. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I don't. I, some, everybody's talking about what Steve Harvey says. I don't care about what. I didn't listen to it. I know the link was. Did, did you hear what Steve Harvey had to say about this whole Mimi thing? Everybody's saying good advice. So, so if he's if they, if Steve Harvey's giving good advice. I, I want to know what was said because that's, I mean, that must be some blo- uh, blood moon type of stuff because, you know, some type of full moon, blood moon, whatever, you know, because <laughs> lightning must be striking. What Do you know what was said, Courtney, by uh, my man Steve? Vaguely. I, I do remember him um, mentioning the fact that her daughter is going to have to remember that for the rest of her life. I remember him saying that. So I think that was kind of pretty much the direction he took that. Oh, so basically his his usual sugar-coated stuff that, where he ain't really saying nothing. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm thinking it's something profound, like, I, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, so so the usual then, you know what I mean? Listen, I, I, I want to go deep, because this is deep stuff right here. No, I'm not, I don't need the sugar-coat. But that's, I mean, just ladies, all I'm saying is respect, because it's not about Mimi. 
A lot of people are say, oh, it's her. No, it's not her. It's you, and it's your girlfriend. The same things you do, you know, with that friend with benefits is this is the same exact thing that Mimi's doing with Nico, and and most likely for the same reasons. The same reason she stayed with Stevie J while he while she knew he was knocking off Jocelyn is the same reason why you're still dealing with that your child's dad, knowing darn well he's having sex with somebody else. Oh, that's right. You know he's having sex with somebody else, his ex girlfriend, his you know his wife. But you still allow him to have sex with you. Why? Because of the same insecurities that are, you know, causing you and allowing you to be able to have sex with this new guy who you know you have no future with. Don't rely on a guy to build your future with. Rely on Jesus Christ to build your future. You know, that's that's all you need to do. So, let's let's, let's switch it up, though, because there's a couple, like I said, I'm, look, I, I'm doing well. I got 20 minutes, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to sleep on the couch tonight, so... You know what I mean, and and I started just you know because Friday nights we you know we wild out a little bit, you know we uh you know have a little bit more time tend to go until midnight. But I said you know what I'm gonna come back on Thursday, do a little live show, keep it moving in and out. We did the emotional availability pop quiz, which well let's let's start at the first one, and I want to just go over the responses or the results with you guys. Some of y'all failed miserably. I'll just tell y'all that straight up. Some of y'all, I mean, because there are, this is a pass-fail situation. There's no 80%, 90%, a, you know, A minus, B plus. It's pass or fail. That's what emo, either you're emotionally emotionally available, you know, or or you're not. All right, let's talk about it a little bit. What's the first one here, Courtney? Um, where was it at? Well, I, these are in no particular order, but um, let's go with this one. I said... Ladies, this is so important. These are probably one of the most important. And let me just tell you all something. Before, you know how they do it in school. If you failed any of these tests, I want to talk to you. Courtney wants to talk to you. Osho wants to talk to you. You take your pick. Whoever you want to talk to for counseling, we'll all give you a free 30-minute emotional availability assessment. But we need to talk to you because this is serious. If you think that you gave, if you gave a right answer and you think that it's the right answer and it's not, you will be targeted for sex and most likely are single and will be single. It ha- it doesn't mean- have to be like that. We can help you, but I'm just saying you got to reach out if you failed. Otherwise, you don't want to keep doing the wrong thing and then wonder why you're having the type of results that you're, uh, that you're having. The first one is this. It says you're out on a date <clears throat> with a man, uh, excuse me, with a true man of God. And this, this is very, I worded these very deliberately. You're out on a date with a true man of God, and your cell phone rings. You see that it's someone from your past that you have no interest in speaking to ever again. What do you do? Now, let me just, Courtney, I want to hear your response. Actually, I don't want you to ruin it because I just, you know what I'm saying, but I do want to hear from you in a little bit. But, again, let me just read it again. You're out on a on a date with a true man of God in your cell phone rings. You see that it's someone from your past that you have no interest in speaking to ever again. What do you do? We heard many responses from women who were saying that they would ignore. You know, I mean, and and I'm not going to say that doesn't make sense. I don't, it's not like I don't understand where they're coming from, but they're saying they would ignore it. 
Meaning, so so just so let's just picture it. So Courtney, me or, and that was like the main the main answer. It was most people would ignore it. It wasn't too much other than that, other than the right answer. Most people I just I'm, I want to give him my undivided attention. Actually thinking that that's going to win them some type of brownie point. That's the crazy thing about it. They're thinking that that would be pleasing to a man, when in reality, ignoring is the worst thing you could do. Ignoring would almost ensure you will not be taken seriously, almost guarantee that you will be targeted for sex. And most women said they would just ignore it and even had the audacity after the right answer was given to debate. Gosh, Courtney, let me ask you a question. Why, in your opinion, is ignoring on a date with a true man of God Ignoring that call from an ex or ex-friend with benefits or someone, why is that probably one of the worst things a woman could do in that situation? Because it gives the appearance that you have something to hide. And so a lot of women are looking at it like, well, no, you know, if I don't answer, like you said, I'm giving you know, him my undivided attention. But, you know, if you don't answer the phone, he's going to automatically think, okay, that's someone that she's having sex with. So because she's still entertaining other men, I, you know, I'm not the type to compete. So, I mean, it's a wrap from that point. Like, he's not taking you seriously at all. Your chances have been ruined, and there's no going back after that. Yes, right. Ladies, let me explain something to you all. Let me explain something to you. When you're dealing with a true man of God, an elite man as I call it, guys got to understand the first quality of, of an elite man is that they're going to be looking for a wife. Right, I mean, so that's that, that's why they're there to begin with. True men of God are going to want a great relationship with God, but they're also going to want a mother of their kids. They're going to want, you know, a wife, a woman that they can spend the rest of their life with, the woman they can trust. In fact, if you guys missed our special on the definition of the perfect wife, I can't imagine any single woman knowing about this show, knowing about that show, but not taking the time to listen. I mean, I just I can't fathom, I can't imagine that, like why anyone has not heard that show. That's the probably the most important show you could possibly listen to. You heard at least five or six guys all talking about what we look for in a wife, what makes actually the perfect wife. So definitely check that out, um, you know, when you get some time. But just Google it, the perfect wife on the Dayton Tolbert show. Come right up, listen to it uh, with it, with a notepad out. Um, and But so that's the first thing to consider. They're looking for a wife. So if we're looking for a wife, obviously we're going to need to be able to respect that woman. We're going to, but most importantly, we're going to be, need to be able to trust that woman. So, guys, it's not a matter of innocent until proven guilty. You have to build trust. You have to show us. You have to differentiate yourselves, ladies. You have to go out of your way to show us that you can be trusted. Okay, we because the reality. Let me just tell y'all why. The problem with it is, is that so that there are so many memes out there. There's so many Jocelyns out there. There's so many Beyonce's out there. There's so many hoes out there, right, who are having sex with an ex, who are still in love with an ex, who are still, you know, emotionally distraught over an ex, who are still dealing with on an emotional, physical, you know, sexual, you know, some type of intimate level with another guy, but still masquer. <clears throat> excuse me, masquerading as, you know, a single woman. And you can't do that. That's one of our worst fears. We don't like that. 
So, you know, we we, we want to make sure that that's not the case. We want to make sure that everything is, in fact, on the up and up. So the question then becomes, well, how do you show that? How do you how do you let us know that we that you are just interested in us and only us? How do you let us know that if you're interested in us, we're you're not going on other dates? It's Friday night, you're out with me, but you don't have another date on Saturday night. How do we know that you're not still dealing with the next? I mean, really, we'll never truly know, but there are certain things you can do to to help you know build that bond, to help build that trust. When that phone rings, we're automatically thinking it's a guy. That's just automatically what's going to pop through our through our minds. So when you ignore it, that's going to automatically tell us like, oh, okay, she's going to. It's not nobody just ignores it. You don't just say, oh, I'm not answering that. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm not answering that right now. I'll, I'll call him back after I get done with this dude. I and I get back dropped off in my car or wherever. I'll go return the call and end up spending two hours on the phone with my ex arguing or allowing him to come over or setting up some booty calls. It was always what happens. You know, you get the call, you ignore the call, the next thing you know, he follows it out with a text. Where are you at? Who are you with? You look at, you know, flip the phone back down. The next thing you know, your phone going off all night because he's trying to get in touch with you. I'm sitting up here trying to build something with you, and you... See, these are all things that these men aren't trying to hear, ladies. That's what we don't want to hear. So what what happens is you ignore it, then we automatically, oh, okay, I see what it is. But what you could do, what you should do, if you want to be, you want to start building that bond with him, if he's a true man of God who you could possibly see a future with, you will actually answer the phone and say, hello? Yeah, I I told you, I asked you not to call me anymore. Please do not call me. I mean, to be honest with you guys, I mean, this whole question, this whole thing is moot. You know, it's just it's a whole moot. It's a, it's a trick question because the reality is if you still have exes calling you, if you still have guys from your past hitting you up, what does that mean from the door, Courtney? That you're emotionally unavailable. Right. So if you're emotionally unavailable, you're not even going to be on a date with a true elite man, with a true man of God. So it's really, you know what I'm saying, it's really a trick question because remember, all that stuff has to be dealt with prior. You don't clean up your house when people knock at your door for th- on Thanksgiving Day. You got to clean up your crib well before that. You got to cook that turkey well before Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? You don't wait until the doorbell rings. You don't wait until you're on a date with a true man of God to tell that guy that you don't want him to call. See, see, a lot of women still have those guys calling. They, a lot of women, well, I'll block my number. Block your number? What's blocking your number going to do? Or I'll block his number and I'll, or I'll change my number. What's that going to do? Nothing. He's still going to be trying to get in contact. That doesn't, that's just like going to run a marathon, putting some perfume on, and thinking you smell good. Nah, you can hide it. You can make it seem like just so you don't get his calls, but that doesn't mean he's not calling. That fixes a temporary problem. It hides the problem. Really, it doesn't fix it. It hides it. The guy is still there. That's still you're still emotionally unavailable whether you you talk to him or not whether you see the missed call or not you got to deal with it changing your number is not going to ch- solve the problem you know so but t- in this instance you definitely want to answer the phone you know what I'm saying and say hey look you know don't call me and then you you, you get off the phone you let him know that you don't want to be bothered and then you politely apologize look like look I'm sorry you know what I'm saying I understand that. 
you know, I'm here with you, but I just, you know, I just wanted to handle that so that me and you could go back to, you know, whatever, you know, enjoying each other's company. And, you know, I, I didn't like the fact that he called, but because of that, I'm just going to, I'm going to turn my phone off from now on, you know, but I, you know, I apologize for the interruption, but it's just me and you now, you know, and you see, like, I just want to let you know what it was. Do you, I'm just trying to tell you all something, ladies. There is no right or wrong answer here. Okay, this isn't a, I mean, it is a pass or fail as far as emotional availability is concerned, but there is no right or wrong answer. Because how, you're grown. However you choose to handle the situation, that's how you choose to handle it. I mean, I can't, you know, that you're grown. But the question is, how do you want to be perceived? Do you want to be perceived as being special? Do you want to lay the foundation for that bond to be built? Or do you just want to, you know, be right? Do you just want to be justified in your actions? Well, he ain't nobody. I mean, we ain't together, so, you know, I'm just going, like, nah, it's, it's how do you want to be viewed? Do you want to be viewed as a wife or as a potential sex partner? Because not, I, not answering that phone will, will definitely lead to you being put into the sex category. And as Courtney so eloquently pointed out, once you're in that sex category, there ain't no getting out, okay? I don't care what you heard. I don't care what your friends have going on. There ain't go, no getting out. Once you're viewed as a as a sex toy, once you're viewed as a friend with benefits, that's how you're always going to be viewed. It's, and so you might as well just move on and get back in the church, you know, turn off that porn and, you know, you know, turn, open the Bible up and get back into the Word of God because God is the only person that can bless you with love. Some people didn't like the fact that I said turn off that porn, Courtney, but the reality is a lot of people won't just be logging off and closing up their computers and watching Scandal tonight. They'll be doing a little something. I mean, am I lying? No, that that's what happens. Right. That is exactly what happens. Look, I got five minutes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, because I want to do these two, you know, but we're going to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? I guess I'll just sleep on the couch. It is what it is, man. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, we're going to get ready to get out of here in a little bit. But So that's the first one. Okay. That's the first one. You're on a date with the true man of God, the cell phone race. Hopefully, you know, if you guys have questions about that or you, you know, you know, definitely reach out. If you're not familiar with, you know, what what's the best way to handle it, you know, reach out to me. Set up a free session. Eight five five fifty five day don. Uh day don at TR just shoot a message to info at trctoday.com. Just do it that way. All right. Um the second one. Here's another one here. Um, what was this next one? Uh, you, your ex keeps calling and texting you, which is kind of like the same. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the same one. Um, what do you think about that? When your ex keeps calling and texting you, what do you do? Was that kind of like the same one? It's a little bit different. Yeah, I mean it's slightly different, but I mean it's kind of the same at the same time, if that makes sense, because you have to do what you did in the first scenario that we talked about. So, Right. Here's the thing. I'll tell you why it's different. This has nothing to do with being on a date. This, because this is, you guys know it's a lot different. Like right now, you could be listening to this show, and I promise you, somebody listening to the show within the last hour has gotten either a, a phone call that they ignored or a text message talking about some, what's up, sexy? What's going on? How you been? What you been up to? You sleep? When can I see you? How you doing? Y'all know how to. Y'all know those those generic, 
you know, questions or comments that, you know, are sent out to multiple women, but you think for whatever reason it was just exclusive to you? It wasn't exclusive to you. Technology is crazy. You Nowadays you can put all your hoes, your friends with benefits, into one group and send one message to the whole group of, like, seven women. And then you just sit back and let the responses come through. What you think? Y'all really thought that was just for you. He don't never call you, but all he does is text. And you really think that that text is just for you. It wasn't just for you, ladies. So the key is a lot of women will say, well, I'll just ignore it. And hopefully he'll he'll get the point eventually. No, he's not going to get the point. A lot of women will say, well, I'll just text him back. Stop calling me. No, you don't want to do that either. Listen up, ladies, what you want. And so you guys who already know, you know, do counseling with me, you know we've gone through this. It's one of the first things we go through, how to get the guys out of your life, how to get the exes, the ex-friends with benefits, the ex-jump-offs, the psychos, what I call the stragglers. Okay, get them out of there. You want to. And listen, it's very important. And it's the only way to do it. You pick up the phone and you call him. And what do you say to him, Courtney? Stop calling me. Do not call me ever again. What else do you say to him? Uh, did I miss something? <laughs> did I miss something else? No, it was a trick question. That's that's it. That's all you say. You know, that's it. Courtney said it. You say nothing else. There is nothing else to say. You say, do not call me anymore. A lot of women will get into and he, you know, when he says, oh, come on, babe, why are you tripping? Well, hey, come on. I'm just trying to come over and hit that real quick. You know you went. No, no, why, no. why don't you go and hit that other thing? You, you cheated on me. No, see, you, you done messed up right there. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't say any of it. You don't entertain it. All you say, that the key to getting a man, this is exclusive information, by the way. The way that, I should be charging for this. The way that you get a guy to stop calling is not what you say or what you do, but it's with the consistency. If you're not consistent with whatever you're doing, it's not going to matter. If every time a guy calls you, all he hears is, do not call me anymore, eventually he's going to get the point. But if every time he calls you or every time he texts you, you text back, or, or you end up getting into a two-hour argument about the stuff you've been arguing about for the last five years, it's not going. he's going to keep calling. The key is to get him to see you differently than he's been doing that, there's no, or the, the way that he's been seeing you. And there's no way to do that. If, you know, via text, there's, he has to either see the seriousness in your face or he has to hear the conviction in your voice to understand that, wow, this is not the same Courtney that I was, you know, making a freak back in the day. This is someone brand new. This is someone who's been made new through Jesus Christ. And to be honest with you, that's the only way. Because a man who views you as a hoe, a man who views you as a sex toy, he's always going to view you as a sex toy. I told you all that before. But here's the thing, and this is what the Word says. The Bible says when you confess your sins to Christ, He'll make your sins white as snow. He'll turn you into a new creature. So if you've been confessed and you've gotten back into the Word and, and back into the church and gotten back on one accord with God, guess what? He's going to see you differently. He can't target a woman for sex who's protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. You can't do it. Y'all ever see like those stupid cartoons and stories like the, the, it's probably a bad analogy, but like the vampires when they see the cross or the, the holy words, like, ah, you know what I'm saying? No, that's gremlins, they turn on the light. Like they, No, that's how it is. A man cannot and will not target you for sex 
when you're on fire for Jesus Christ. A lot of women, oh, it's getting, you know, it's getting uncomfortable. Like, well, wait a minute. What is this text I just got? I mean, talking about, talking about son, what's up? You going to come ride me like you did last week? Well, in that case, well, then you got to examine your relationship with Christ if that's the text message you just received. Go find your pastor and ask him how come he doesn't do, you know, uh, talk like this. How come he doesn't give messages like this? You know what I'm saying? I'm not a pastor, but I keep it real. You know what I'm saying this is the real information that need to be needs to be said to these congregations filled with thousands of single black women who are still watching porn getting smashed off on Friday nights. This is the real information that needs to be taught in Sunday school and Bible study. Really talk about what you know what I'm saying, what the word says about sex, what the word says about lust and fornication. Oh man, it's been a while since we kept it this real, Courtney. Oh, and in this way, on this topic. Huh? Right. <laughs> it feels good though. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's keep it so so that's what needs to happen. A young woman who will remain nameless, she said, They die, you know, I said, Have you I said, Did you listen to the show? You catch last night? She said, They don't look I can't listen to your show. I said, Why not? She said, Because when I listen, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel bad about all the mistakes that I made. And she hopefully she's listening now. You know, but it's good to feel bad about the mistakes that you've made because that means that you won't make them again. It means that you now see the error of your ways and that you've grown. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes. There's just a problem with making the same same mistakes repeatedly. You understand that, guys? And so don't feel bad about it. I mean, I may say things in a harsh manner, but wouldn't you rather me keep it honest with y'all than for you to, you know, listen to some sugar-coated crap you know, for two hours, for three hours, that's a waste of time. This isn't a comedy show. This isn't, you know, entertainment. We're here trying to save lives. I'm tr- I'm here trying to keep y'all off the sex tape. I'm trying to prevent, the, you know, you from being the next Mimi Foster. What the heck her last name is? You know? <laughs> Stevie J coming over tonight. You, you know what I mean? You talking about... You know why? Why he gotta call women hoes? What you mean? You, you, you. Stevie J is on his way over to your crib right now. You want me doing what I'm doing? Trust me. You want me saying it this way? Hopefully that'll that'll you know convince you not to let him smash tonight, not to let him bust all up inside of you. You know, uh, resulting in baby number three. I mean, let's can we? Can we just be honest right now? Y'all letting niggas hit it raw, you know, ejaculating all inside of you. No birth control, no plan B pill, no condom. You already got a kid by somebody else. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think is going to happen? You know he don't want you. You know he's having sex with somebody else. But you're still going to let him smash? They're about Four people right now, off the top of my head, who think I'm talking to them. And if you think if you're one of the people who thinks I'm talking directly to you, I mean I am, but it's not just you. It's you and about and thousands of other women right now, who are listening right now, or who will be listening tomorrow, and the day after, and the day after that. It's not just you, but if it is you, you know what you need to do. You need to tell Stevie J. You need to tell Nico. Do not call me anymore. When he sends you that booty call text, when you're out for drinks with your girlfriends, but you don't feel like going home, you don't want the night to end, 
You know, that no, that night needs to end. A lot of women will say, they know, when I'm out on dates, I think about you. Now, now while that is not only uh, just a little bit disturbing, I'm actually glad. Because I want y'all, you know, the, my voice right now echoing in your mind when you're thinking about that. Should I text back? Should I not text back? Should I let him hit? Should I not hit? No, don't let him hit. So, is that too real for the ladies, Courtney? No, no. I mean, they need to hear that. They need to hear that. All right, man. I told y'all. I told y'all time for fun and games is over. Um, so what else we got? Now, here's the last one, and we're making good time. I'm a little bit over. I may actually be able to still get into the bed this evening. I may, depending on how this goes, I may not have to sleep on the couch. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. Now, the last one, the third and final one, we're making good time. You've been out on a date, emotional availability pop quiz. Okay, this is the final exam, pass or fail. You've been out on several dates. With a true man of God. Listen very closely. Again, a true man of God. After three weeks, not the first night, not the second night, not the second week. After three weeks, he invites you, which is most likely, depending on the situation, going to be multiple dates in three weeks, not just one. Uh, he invites you over to his place to watch a movie. Do you go? Why? Or why not? Now, I'll just go out, come right on and say, most women fail this miserably. Okay? I'm talking about miserably. You failed. I'm going to and see, let me just tell you what this is. This is not just a hypothetical situation. This is an emotional availability pop quiz. And that meaning... If you fail, you're emotionally unavailable. You see what I'm saying? So if you're saying, you know, no, I have a true man of God who, you know, which says it enough right there. You know what I'm saying? But I have a true man of God who I like, whose company I enjoy, so much so that I've gone out with him multiple times, right? And obviously those, those several dates have gone well. And there have been no red flags because remember, when you're emotionally available, you only you don't settle for less than the best. You don't overlook red flags. You know, you you have a great relationship with God. You are on fire for God. You don't tolerate sexual advances or, or or you know or that type of sexual flirtation or anything you know sexual innuendo. You don't do that. He won't do that. So, if all those things are the case. After three weeks, you're saying, oh, all of a sudden, after all this time, oh, no, yeah, we've been out to the Pizza Hut. Yeah, we've been to the movies. Yeah, we've been down the the, the shore. Yeah, we went to the museum. Yeah, we went to the play. Yeah, we did all this stuff, right? And it was no problem. Otherwise, again, I wouldn't have kept going out with you. But after three weeks, all of a sudden, I, 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 I'm afraid to be around you because those panties might just slip off and I might just happen to let you bang my back out on the couch. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. Like, what? Like, does that even make sense, Courtney? Yes, meaning I know where that comes from, the, the mentality. Where does because it come from? It's, it comes from being stuck in the past and um, referencing 
the men that you used to deal with, men that weren't sent to you from God. You know, the, the basically the losers, the losers and the psychos, the men who couldn't keep their hands off of you when you tried to watch a movie. Those times when you tried to watch a movie and you couldn't finish it, you know, because you were having sex on the couch. And I think people just go back to that. They reference that. And that's why I kind of threw a curveball and said, oh, no, I couldn't do that because, it's, you know, I know how those movie nights are. Because I know that's something a lot of women can relate to. Mm, mm, mm. I feel good tonight, man. This feels so good just to break these chains, to give this knowledge, give this information. You know what I'm saying? This, this is so real right here because everyone knows what we're talking about. Courtney, you just said it. The realness comes from experience. Courtney has been that woman getting smashed off, smashed off on the couch after a massage. I have been that guy smashing somebody off on the couch after a massage. So either way you look at it, we know what we're talking about. Trust me on this. And it ain't for no other reason. It ain't, you know, oh, you know, I just want to play things safe and, you know, I don't want to put myself into it. No, 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 no. You do not want to do that. After all those dates, after all those good times, after the fact that he's a true man of God, you're only saying that you wouldn't go there or shouldn't go there because of past experiences where you have fallen victim to the massage trick. You know what you have in you. You know how you get to feeling after you let him cook you dinner. You know what I'm saying? After you have a couple glasses of wine. You know how horny you get. You know how freaky you start feeling. You know what you actually want him to do. So to avoid making a similar mistake that you've made in the past, you would just say, you know what? I'm just not going to put myself into that situation where I even have to play tug-of-war with the panties where that's a battle I know I'm going to end up losing and we're going to end up having sex on the couch, in many cases, unprotected because, you you know, he probably didn't plan for it, you didn't plan for it, so therefore no, there are no condoms in the house, and then that's how all hell breaks loose. I mean, isn't, I mean, isn't that really the reason, ladies? I mean, you know, keep it honest. You don't have to press one. You don't have to call in. You know, but just but just between you and me, isn't that really why? Because you don't want to get smashed off on the couch. But that's why. And as Courtney said, and it's the most important thing is that most women have not experienced the you know dealing with an actual man of God. Most women don't understand what it's like to be in a man's crib and he actually just want to chill and he actually just wants to get to know you. He actually just enjoys your conversation. You're not used to that. You're not used to him praying, you know what I'm saying, and, and you know holding your hand or, you know, just just cuddling and without him caressing, without him fondling, without him groping, without him tickling, and then trying to get on top of you, start humping you, next thing you know, y'all are getting it in. You're not used to that. You're not used to him trying to undo your bra strap, and you say, no, 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 stop, 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 you know what I'm saying, and then eventually just giving in. Talking about some destiny child, no, 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 no. Then you say, yes, 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 yes. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what. That's that's why y'all really like Beyond. I mean, is, what was that song even about, Corey? No, 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 no. Yeah, what the what the heck is that song even about? Do we need to do a show on that song? Like what that was even talking about to begin with? 
Is that a song about I, sex? I think so, and I never made the connection prior to just now. I never thought about it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to Google these chicks right now. You know what I'm saying? Destiny's Child. We'll do it another time. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that song even about? About game playing. But, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. I just did it. Hold on. Let me just real quick. You, you'll you be saying no, 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 when it's really yes, 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 yes. You'll be saying no, 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 when it's really yes, yes, No, 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 Okay. Uh, boy, I, what the heck? Boy, I know you want me. I can see I can it in your eyes. But you keep on fronting. Won't you say what's on your mind? Because each and every time you're near me, you give me signs. But when I ask you what's the deal, you hold all inside. If you want to be with me, you got to keep it real. Tell me what's going on. Tell me how you feel. Because, boy, I know you want me just as much as I want you. So come get my love. It's all here for you. What the What the heck? You'll be saying no, 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 no. When it's really yes, yes, chick is a tease. This song is about you know being a, a, a tease. I want to say something else, but we'll just say a tease. If you keep acting this way, you're gonna lose my love. I ain't got time to play. You better hurry up, because every time I come around and cruise by your way, I see you around the corner, but you don't know what to say. When I walk up to you, baby, you seem so shy. What's the problem, baby? Never had a girl like I. I can see right through you, and you and I know you want to be mine. So get your act together because you run out of time. What kind of dumb crap is this? You won't regret. <laughs> you mu- you mu- you won't regret. I must confess, I'm really feeling you. Anything you've ever wanted before is right here for you. Don't worry what they say. Just bring your love away, cause your friends can't do what I can do for you. I don't want to hear you say, baby, tell me, tell me yes, don't tell me no. This is a song about sex. These damn hoes, man. Every one of their songs, guys, every one of their hits is about sex. It's about independent woman. You know, uh, bills, bills, bills. You know, I could go down their whole freaking catalog. This is hoish behavior right here but I, how old yo let me just go how old were, were they when this song came out courtney like 18 no nah, i think they were younger than that 18 really? i thought they were like 17 i thought they were like 17 18 but i could be nah. wrong i think they were like 15 because they were little girls when they came out weren't they i thought they were 18 all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i could be wrong hold on, hold on don't, don't, let me just see something They've been out for like 15 years. Beyonce's only like 31 now or something, or 32. You know, they've been out for a good 32. 15 years. And she's 32. Well, we got to come back to this. I don't even want, but, but this is, y'all see my point. You got teenagers singing about playing sex games. We just did a show on sex games. show on teasing men. You know, teasing them, playing sex games, making them want, you know what I'm saying? And you end up wonder why women are getting molested and raped, date raped, you know, groped, you know, tug of war with the panties because you're playing, you playing the sex games. Now, I'm not advocating rape, but if you're teasing a man, if you're having him, putting him in that situation, let him suck on your breast and grope you and, you know, palm your booty, and then, you, you know, let him get you in your bra and panties, 
Then he's trying to put the condiment on. You talking about something? No, 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 no. Well, he's going to be like, yo, like, what's up? Why are you playing games? Ladies, y'all got to stop playing games. If y'all missed our sex game special, definitely uh, check it out. That was a couple of Fridays ago. Definitely a real show. You know, but, but um, so, you know, back to the quiz, back to the situation, you know, the the whole point of it is are you dealing with a true man of God or not? My wife came over to my house, um, you know, while we were getting to know each other. And, I mean, see, what you got to realize is the problem with it is is that most women not only have never dealt with a man of God, but they've actually never dealt with a man who's interested in building a future with them. They've wanted that man to be looking them in that manner, but the reality is he was just setting them up for some sex. A lot of the in, there was a lot of inconsistencies, a lot of games, you know, a lot of back and forth, and so it you know became evident that he wasn't really feeling you like that. You see what I'm saying, ladies? And so all of those things will not be in effect when you're dealing with a man who is a man of God but is also viewing you as his future wife. See, if a man is interested in, in, in wifing you up, making you his woman, you the sex can come later. There's not going to be that sense of urgency. And let me just tell you all, <clears throat> excuse me, let me just tell you all where the sense of urgency comes from. The, sex of ur- the sense of urgency comes from the fact that, one, if he's only viewing you for sex, then he's not going to want to take you out. And so if he, if he lets that evening or whatever go by without the sex, and that's his whole purpose in dealing with you, then that means that the next time he sees you, not a guarantee, but chances are he's probably going to have to spend some money. And every player knows, this is player rule number one, you never spend money on women who you don't, you know, you don't, want to be with if you just want sex every man knows that you never spend any money you know i've never done i've never spent money on women who i was just targeting for sex you know what i'm saying just be just being honest with you that's just it's you know come over to the crib see that's what women are used to that's where the answers to this question were coming from because they were used to being targeted for sex so to avoid putting themselves in an uncomfortable situation they said oh you know what i'm just not going to go but they're not thinking that, again, this is a true man of God who's already been out with you. See, let me just break it down even further. This is so important. Please listen to what I'm about to tell you. This is so important. If a, if a man of a, just a, a guy, most men are not going to keep taking you out. If you're going out, 90% of the time, he's spending money. Okay? I don't care if it's the movies. I don't care if it's just for drinks, dinner, dessert. You know, I, I don't care if it's just a walk in the park. A man is not going to repeatedly take you out if he's not interested. Maybe maybe once. Okay? Maybe once. Maybe. And then certainly the next time is going to be, all right, come over to the crib. But again, after three weeks and multiple dates, that should show you right there, okay, that this man is absolutely interested in you. And as you guys know, as Courtney, I think somebody said after about, I think it was Katrina, after about three weeks, four weeks, he's about to make you his girlfriend. This ain't no let's wait five months, let's string you along. No, after about three, four weeks, if things go going, well, he's going to be like, look, look, look here, sweetheart. Look, I'm feeling you. You're feeling me. You know, let's go ahead and make this thing official. Let's go ahead and, you know, I just want to be with you. Matter of fact, go ahead and update that Facebook status to, to say in a relationship with. Let's go ahead and make this thing real and, you know, tell everybody. 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of women have never had a man tell them that before. You know, that's what it looks like. So here's the thing. From our perspective, if we're saying, look, I mean, and it's not about, I don't want y'all to get caught up. It's not about the money. But listen, if I've been dating, you know, let's say I'm dating you, Courtney. I've been dealing with you for like three, four weeks. You know, we've been going out. You've never been in my place. I've never been at your place. I've been taking you out three weeks, let's say, say we go out Monday, a Wednesday, a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday. I mean, let's just say, round it up and say six times, six times in three weeks. I mean, again, I'm not caught up in the money. Money's not, you know, it's not a big deal. But, I mean, six dates in, in 2014, I mean, how much? I don't know, estimate. I mean, approximately, how much money do you think was spent? Uh, six dates? Maybe, I don't know, 500. Uh, which is very realistic. Very realistic in today's society. Let's, but forget 500. Let's just be on the low end. Six days, let's just hype, it's, it's going to be more than this. Let's just say 250. Let's just say 250. You know what I'm saying? That's a card note right there, depending on you got the little, you know, Prius, you know what I mean, or whatever you got. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's a card note. So I'm, I'm, like two hundred fifty dollars is not, you know, it's, it's not, you know, it's uh, it's not a huge amount of money, but it's nothing to sneeze at either. So if I'm, if I have no problem spending that money and even more money than that, I don't see a problem, Courtney, with me saying, you know what, I don't want to feel like every time I want to see you, I have to spend an exorbitant amount of money on you. Okay, maybe I just want to chill. Maybe I just want to see you, but without having to spend, you know, 50, 60 bucks. And it, see, a lot of women, they don't they don't think like that. They don't understand that. They think it's, you know, oh, he's cheap or he's this. And it's not about that. It's maybe I just want to spend time with you in my in the comfort of my own home without having to come on by. Well, I don't know, why can't you just go out? Maybe I don't want to go on a walk. Maybe I don't want to go sit in a, ca- a cafe. Maybe it's raining. Maybe it's cold. Maybe I just feel like chilling. Maybe I just the the you know the Eagles game is a Sunday afternoon. I haven't seen you since Thursday night. I miss you. I want to spend some extra time with you. Hey, what you getting into this afternoon? Hey, why don't you come over? Not so I can accost you at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, you know, on my couch or my, you know, I don't want to rape you on a Sunday afternoon. God forbid, I actually just want some company, you know what I'm saying, to be able to chill, right? I mean, is that so wrong, Courtney? No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Get this pop quiz had absolutely nothing to do with sex. It didn't say sex anywhere. I didn't allude to sex. I just said you've been dealing with a true <clears throat> man of God, which for months, to be honest with you, that should have ended the discussion right there. Because, but, but see, that, that doesn't hold as much weight for, for some women because <clears throat> a lot of men out here, unfortunately, will, will, will um, you know, try to pass themselves off as true men of God. But, you know what I'm saying, I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about a true man of God. He's not going to try to jump your bones. He's not going to be trying to, you know, give you the massage so he can smash. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? He's just going to be chilling. 
he's probably going to be praying with you. He's probably going to want to just, you know what I'm saying, watch the Eagles game. And then, you know, probably like a couple dates later, probably like on that Thursday, be like, look, I can go out with you and have a good time. I can chill with you and have a good time. Yo, let's just go ahead and be together. You know what I mean? Like, so women are smiling right now across the country because they know that they would love to hear a man say those words to them. They know darn well that nobody has ever said those words to them. Forget, like, look, let me forget. I want to forget all these other hoes out here. See these women, they, you know, I, I, they, you know what I'm saying? They'll just delete the, the numbers right in front of you. Like, yo, see this hoe right here? Boom, delete. Boom, delete. Boom, delete. You know what? Matter of fact, it's just me and you. Right now, open up this laptop, log into your account, link our Facebook pages together. So-and-so is in a relationship with. Boom. Oh, you know, 100 likes, 100 thumbs up. All Everybody and their mom knows that we're together now. Women across the world right now are smiling just at the thought of that. But the question then becomes, how do you get there? What do you do? It's, I'll tell you this much. It sure as hell ain't, oh, you know, yeah, we've been out seven times. Yeah, I've spent 500 bucks on you. Hey, you want to come chill and watch this Eagles game? Uh, uh, no, what? No, I ain't, I ain't coming over to your house. No, like, no. Oh, why? What you got, plans? What you got? You got something to do? Well, no, I don't have anything to do. I'm just, I just don't feel like, you know, that's appropriate. <laughs> I just don't want to come to your place. I mean, I think we should go out on that. So, yeah, I know you just went to church. Yeah, I know you were out late last night. Yeah, I know you just feel like chill. I know the Eagles game is actually on, but why don't we go to this sports bar? How about I just meet you downtown and we can watch the Eagles game there? I'm like, what? Like, are you crazy? You l- Listen what I'm saying to y'all, ladies. That would be the last time call that woman. There's not nobody is gonna deal with you after that for 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 two reasons. One, because you're a psycho. I mean, that's the first like who does that? But two, because the emotional unavailability would be you would reek of it. It would literally be a stench of the emotional unavailability that would say, "Hey, I'm a freak." Okay, one, I have sex on my mind, but two, I am still affected by. The numerous, you know, times where I've actually made that mistake in the past, where I've given the benefit of the doubt to some somebody, but it's not worked out in my favor, and so I've actually ended up, you know, butt naked. I ended up having a, a one night stand with somebody who I actually like. So you know what? To avoid that, I'm just not gonna. How do you even, I mean, Courtney, let me just ask you, I mean, I'd love to hear from some people who actually said no, but, I mean, how would a woman even say no in that situation? Like, yo, hey, Courtney, what's up? Why don't you, you know, come on over, watch this Eagles game, Eagles playing it. How would you even say, well, no, I'm not, you know, I'm just not coming? Right. (laughs) It's no, I mean, I, I don't even know how to answer that. I really don't. Because, I right. mean, like you said, it's all, I mean, keep going. I don't even have anything to really say to that. <laughs> it well, right, sense. that's what I'm saying. It's not even anything to, to say. It wouldn't even be any form of logical explanation as to why. I mean, because you, you, a lot of men, women missed the, the whole point. We've already been out multiple times. I can see, let me just clarify, let me just clarify. Because I think this is where a lot of women were, were, were thinking, but even though the, the wording of it was clear, so you shouldn't have been thinking, but I see this is what a lot of women had it on their minds. If 
you know, a lot of guys will meet you. Okay, so all right, boom, we just met. Yo, what's up? What you doing? Why don't you come over? No date, no multiple dates, no true man of God. Mul- you know, this, this, the texting, the sexting, you know, all that has been going on. So it's like, well, you know, no, I'm not. I don't know you. I ain't trying to go out like the chicken for color girls. You know what I mean? Messing around, and get raped on my own living room floor. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about a first date. No, and for the record, a first date, a man should be a man and take a woman out on a date and show that woman a good time, period. That's how a first date should go, okay? And it, and it's how it will go if he's actually feeling you. But, so that's what I'm saying, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about after multiple times. I think you guys get it by now. So hopefully this is clear, and I'm not... I'm not trying to come down on the women who answered incorrectly or people who failed the test. But all I'm saying is that if you failed the test, we need to talk, okay? And we need to go over, you know, why you failed the test, what issues or situations are, you know, are problematic that would even cause you to even think that. Because the question said nothing about sex, said nothing about sexual temptation, said nothing you know, and let me just tell you this too. I said this on the thread. See, a lot of times the house people, you know, because they know what has happened in the past. But if if there if two people are sexually attracted to each other, you know, you, we all know what can happen anytime, any place. Okay, I've been out. Me, me personally, I've been out with women to a to dinner. And then had sex in the back seat of the car outside the restaurant. Okay? So that's what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with a house. Oh, you know, let's go back to the If you want to give somebody some sex, you're going to give them some sex. I've done a lot of freaky things in movie theaters. Okay? That's what I'm saying. So it has nothing to do with the house, if he's, a, if he's not a man of God, if he's not... You know, feeling you, if he's not trying to build something with you, he's going to be all over you regardless where. I mean, look at Usher. He's talking about some love in the club. You know, women are, I mean, listen, I, I, there's so much stuff that's happened, you know, any and all places. Y'all know that. So I don't know why people are making a big deal of, you know, about the house. Any last thoughts on that, Courtney? Uh, no, I feel like, you know, we pretty much covered it all. With that, right, right. I mean, I think we've covered it. You know, I, I know I'm a little bit over. I'm not sure, but I will let y'all know. You know, if y'all see me on Facebook later, that means I am, in fact, <laughs> on the couch. You know what I mean? If if you don't, that means I have, you know, made it into the bed. Um, but you know, hopefully, but it was worth it though because I feel like this is some stuff that needed to be said. Okay, we just did a classic show on loyalty. Shout out to everybody who tuned in, what was that, last Friday, classic three-hour show where we went in. Uh, Courtney and myself talked about a number of different issues, but specifically the definition of a truly loyal and supportive, you know, ride-or-die chick, you know what I mean, like that we actually want to spend the rest of our lives with. So, you know, all these shows are connected in one way, shape, or form with the sole purpose of helping you, you know, understand what it takes to have love and, and, you know, to be sought in that manner. So uh, 
Courtney, like I said, I'm, I, I wasn't I wasn't joking. Like I really want to wrap tonight's show up. I want I wanted to keep it very uh, short, sweet, to the point. Um, any last comments, words of wisdom, anything? I what I'll say is just um, I I hope that um, the the quizzes that you know we did online this really helped you, even if it didn't make you feel good initially. Let's say you failed it. But take that time and just do the self-reflection so that the next time, the next time, you know, we have those quizzes, you know, you can be proud of yourself because, you you know, you've learned from it. So just, just take everything that we say and, and learn from it. You know, don't beat yourself up for it. Just just move on from it and be a better person. There it is. And and don't even don't even just learn from it. Just do what we're saying. You know what I mean? Like just listen and do it. We are Courtney's not going to steer you in the wrong direction. I'm definitely not going to steer you in the wrong direction. You follow my advice, ladies. Every post I put up, every show you you do exactly what I say because it is, it will coincide with what the word says first and foremost. But just because I've been there, I know what it looks like when a man views a woman as a hoe. I know what it looks like when a man is targeting a, a woman for sex. Trust me, I know exactly what that looks like. I know what it looks like to deal with a woman and give her the impression that it's going to be something when we have no intention of it being that way whatsoever. I, I've done it myself. So everything I tell you is designed to help you avoid that. On the other hand, I know exactly what it takes for a man to view a woman as his future wife. I know exactly what that takes. I know exactly what it looks like. So I'm giving you all types of information from both perspectives. You follow that advice. You will avoid being viewed as a jump off, a friend with benefits, a hoe, a freak, a sex toy, whatever. And you will ultimately be found by the man that God has for you. If you want to take it to the ne- you know that next level, you know, if you really want some, some, you know what I'm saying, some real information, because this show is nothing, we're just having fun tonight. If you really want some counseling, you really want some serious advice, all the secrets, you call 855-55-DATON. You shoot me an email at daydon at trctoday.com. We will work with you. Your life will be changed. And, um, you know, that is what it is. Let me just say one last thing before I go to sleep. You know, a lot of times before I go to bed, I will, you know, just scroll through my um, my news feed, and, um, you know, I see a lot of things. I see a lot of women who are, you know, up, they're venting. You know, they're they're updating their statuses. They're mad. They're pissed off. They're sending subliminal messages. And listen, listen, let me just tell you something. It is 100% pointless to update your status about a man who at that very moment is laid up with another woman. Okay, it makes no sense to be talking to your girlfriends, cussing him out, you know, putting something up there, hoping that he's gonna see it when he's up in some, you know, what I mean, some some booty. He's not thinking about you. If he was thinking about you, he would be with you, and he wouldn't put you into a state of mind that you need to be updating your status about him anyway. You, in fact, you'd be happy. But because you feel that way, he's obviously not worried about how you feel, which only me. I told somebody earlier today. Ladies, the only reason a man will not treat you right is because he's having sex with other women. I mean, that's the. Re- I mean, I know that seems extreme, but that's actually the case. You know what I'm saying? If he if he is dealing with you on any level, but not treating you right, it's because he's either having sex with somebody else or trying to have sex with somebody. But most likely, having sex with somebody else. 
if he was not doing those things, he would be putting 100% of his all into you. So hopefully that takes out the guesswork. Hopefully it takes out the confusion, the uncertainty, the doubt, and, you know, that's that's just what it is. So don't allow yourself to be Mimi. Don't allow yourself to have sex or be impregnated by Stevie J or Nico or Little Scrappy or any of these other weirdos out here. Only focus on a true man of God. Thank you guys for listening to one of the realest shows that I can remember. And, you know, if you know somebody that needs to hear this show, pass it along. Share it on your Facebook wall. Spread the word. Because this is, this is, you know, I know scandal is on, but scandal ain't going to help you find love. This show, Courtney, myself, this is what it's all about. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see if I sleep on the couch tonight. Thank you all, and God bless.
Date on tour, motivation, child. Date on tour, come and change your world. 